everybody. Here is episode 33.5 or mini episode 8 of Eat, Drink, Write, an Urban Fantasy Whiteboard. Yes. We are going to talk about pen names today, which is yeah. something that has always fascinated me. I, you know, what, what is a pen name? Why do you do it? Yeah, me too. Well, so a pen name, first of all, is a pseudonym, or in some cases, it's like a variant form of a real name adopted by an author and printed on the title page or byline of their works in place of their real name. And I've always thought about, you know, oh, if I had a pen name, what would it be kind of thing? Like, do I need a pen name? Why would I want a pen name? That kind of thing. Uh, I mean, a, a pen name is like a shield. It allows the author to conceal his or her identity, shake off any preconceived notions, internal or external, and to write freely in whatever genre you want to write in. So, you know, think about the preconceived notions of being a woman or, you know, you get rid of all of that. And Absolutely. it's a shield. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of leads into the the pros of using a pen, pen name, mm -hmm. um, which includes, you know, having a legal name that's difficult to spell or pronounce. I know lots of, well, I say lots. I know an actor who changed his name specifically because it was more attractive to use a different name. Mm -hmm. um, his legal name was difficult to say. It was difficult to spell. So he was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with this. And it, it's kind of the same same thing with, with uh, pen names. So, you know, especially with romance novels, you want something provocative, scandalous. Um, you know, for urban fantasy or epic fantasy, you might want, uh, want it to flow and sound whimsical. You know, you might also have a legal name that is so common it's forgettable. Uh, so you might want to change that just to be, you know, more standout-ish. I mean, or the opposite, if you if your name in real life is Harry Potter or Stephen King, you can't publish a name, uh, publish a book under the name Stephen King. You just, you just can't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's almost like those names are kind of copyright at this point, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're so famous that if you try to publish a name under that, people are going to be like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, another pro would be, you know, wanting one's writing to be taken more seriously than one's gender is allowed at the time. Uh, and, and the examples that I found were, um, you know, George Eliot and George Sand. And, you know, I think, yeah, you have a, you have a note there, which I'll, I'll let you say. Yeah, first. I mean, I'm like, that's not necessarily an issue in today's world. It, I mean, back in the day, think about it, a woman author you couldn't even get published, you know, there, you couldn't be a woman and get published. So yeah, I get a pen name to be, you know, Sam, whatever. Think about romance novels though. I feel like, um, and, and not that men names are discriminated against, but they also might be. Uh, if you're a man who's writing a, ro a romance novel, that's typically not seen, or at least personally, this is from personal experience, not from any research that I've done or anything, but personally yeah. I've seen, you're not a big romance reader. I think I, as a romance reader, would be very curious to read what a male would write as a romance. So if you're a female, it might be interesting to put a male pen name. But that's also kind of my point, is that you're interested in what a man would write. How do you know that a man hasn't written any of those books and they're just under a female pseudonym? That's true. Good point. So, I mean, and, and that's kind of the point is like, you know, you expect a woman to be the one writing romance novels. If you are a man with a man's name and you write a romance novel, is it going to sell as well? 
Um, I think it should. Obviously, I don't. I don't think there should be any discrimination I mean, in that. And maybe it would sell more. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know either. I, I don't know either. Yeah. But my point is that typically, I think the stereotype is that women do write romance novels, and it's more likely to sell if under a woman's name. I don't know if that's necessarily true, like you said, but I, th I think that goes. You know, point. Karen Moaning is one of our favorite authors, and to me, she started writing romance, and so I'm thinking, when I first read her, I was like, that's got to be a pen name, and I honestly don't know if it is, but I don't know Karen Moaning, Moaning like really? <laughs> you know, I, so to me, I, that may be a pen name. I don't know if that's her pen name or not. But names like that for a romance novel or us as urban fantasy novels, you know, they're, they're words that connotate fantasy and magic and that kind of thing. So you might want to consider doing a pen name to evoke those kind of things. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it depends on, you know, the genre that you're writing. And it, it depends on, you know, know the stereotypes of, of that genre and decide if you want to break those stereotypes um, or whether you want to follow them. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah. Another thing is, you know, changing genres such as going from writing romance to writing suspense and you want to avoid confusing those readerships. So if you change from being an urban fantasy writer and you decide to write erotica, you might want well, a different name for that. Yeah, think about it. It's Stephen King, we're all like, we see his name and we automatically think, oh, this is going to be a great horror novel. What if he wrote an erotica fan, you know, an erotica novel and we read it and we're like, well, <laughs> first of all, I think that Stephen King could write anything and be amazing. I was about to say, I think even if Stephen King, even if it was marketed as an erotica book, I'd be like, I'm curious to see what the hell he did with that genre. Well, he gets into people's heads so well. I think he would write amazing erotica, honestly. Can but... you imagine the children's books that Stephen King would write? <laughs> <laughs> You know, that man is brilliant. That's all I can say. But like the same kind of idea, say that you write urban fantasy and then you want to write a children's novel. Those are very different. Urban fantasy typically has a lot of mystery, um, a lot of murder, a lot of death. Um, and children's books are obviously not. Yeah. I mean, do you really want that name connotated with, yeah. you know, children's? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing is, uh, another pro to using a pseudonym, pseudonym would be, uh, <laughs> don't a laugh synonym. at me. Wow. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen to what I have to say. Uh, another pro would be the desire to keep certain aspects of your private life private. Just keeping I those mean, to yourself. I get that because, okay, so I'm an assistant, a special assistant attorney general. If I wanted to write erotica, that, that would really, that would reflect on the governor of my state, the attorney general of my state. So yeah, I would probably have to use a pseudonym that I would be fired. I think if I wrote erotica under my name, which is right there with the attorney general of the state of Georgia. Right. Also, you know, really in today's world, are you really private? <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, no, that's a good point. You know, um, you think that you're private, but I think people can find out. Well, I, I also like to think about, you know, Alona Andrews is a husband-wife 
uh, team, and they have a pseudonym, obviously, for mm-hmm. Alana Andrews, but everybody knows their real names. We know who they are. And that might just be because they are a husband and wife team and they needed to come up with a name uh, to write under together. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that that's the same for, there's another author, uh, Urban Fantasy, Shannon McGuire. She writes the October Day series, but she has um, another another uh, series that she writes. And I don't can't tell you what her pseudonym is, but she writes under a different name, something Grant. I don't remember at the moment. But she has another another alter ego, and she talks about it all the time on Twitter. She's like, oh, well, my Miranda? I don't remember. But she, you know, I wrote this, who is also me. So she blatantly says, you know, this is my pseudonym. I'm also Shannon McGuire. I write both of these things. So I, I think you're right. I don't think in modern times it's easy to have a pseudonym and keep it, you know, to that one name. I think it's very easy to figure out who someone is. Which, I mean, that could be a pro in and of itself, too. The mystique of, oh, I figured out who she is. I mean, that might get people to buy your books, too. It's all about marketing, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this all pen name boils down to marketing. I agree. I I think so, too. Um, You know, is your name too bland? Is your name too male? Mm -hmm. Is your name too feminine? You know, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Uh, masculine, mm-hmm. I guess, would have been the word there, but uh, <laughs> uh, but but no, I I think you're right. I think it boils down to marketing and what works best for your genre, what works best for your story, um, what works best for your personal life, that kind of thing. So that kind of leads into well, what would be the cons then of using yeah. a, a pen yeah. name? What's a bad? Um, yeah, hiding your identity makes it really hard to get your word out about your book. Um, if you have different names that it's difficult to market your book from one name to the other think about okay so what I, I don't know if we've had an episode yet on platforms we should have an episode on platforms i don't think we have but think about having to create a platform okay so you've got your real self and then you've got your pseudonym self you've got to create an entire platform for that pin name right and multiple pen names really aren't practical in this day and age of social media. I mean, you would have to have, I mean, so we have our podcast social media. I have my personal social media for me as an author. You have your personal social media for you as an author. It is really hard to keep up with those three things. I can't imagine having pen names on top of all of that, you know, so say I write under Sherry Ellison for, you know, stuff that won't get me in trouble as a special assistant attorney general, but I want to do erotica. So now I've got a whole nother name and on top of doing our podcast, on top of you doing, my God, I would go crazy. It'd be a full-time job just trying to keep up with all the different pen names aren't you crazy already well yeah (laughs) yeah um so i don't know that it's practical to do pen names in our day and age i mean there was a reason in the past for doing it but to try to keep up you know blogs and twitter and facebook and all that for all your different pen names i just i just don't see it happening yeah I mean, as a writer, your name is your brand. So yeah. I, I honestly don't know 
that it would be a bad thing in today's day and age to have everything under one name. You know, like yeah. Stephen King, like you said, I would read a child's book under Steve, that Stephen King wrote. I would want to see what it was. I would read okay. erotica under Stephen King. I would just be curious about what Stephen King's children's book would be. <laughs> and I think, you know, J.K. Rowling, for the Harry Potter author, she tried to write a book under a pseudonym after she was famous for Harry Potter. She wanted to try to come out with something else, and it sold like a thousand copies until yeah. people found out, oh, she's really J.K. Rowling, and then it sold multi-million. So your, your name is your brand. Yeah. And yeah. you've got to think about that with your pen name. Yeah. I mean, so if you decide to do a pen name, how do you, how do you do it? What do you do? How do you do, how it? do you do it? So you can create a list of words that you like, favorite, favorite things, plants, places, animals, play around with those words to come up with something that sounds good together. Look at baby name lists. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm not kidding. That I, I get a lot of character names from baby name lists. I do um, too, yeah. Go to my favorite place, the fantasynamegenerator.com. I we talk love the about name her generators. every week. I can't say enough about her. She, to me, she's brilliant. I can't believe she does all, that entire website all by herself. But she has generators for everything. She has cool names. Like if you wanted to say, I want to be a steampunk kind of author. You can look up steampunk names and that generator will come up with names that you, I mean, how cool is that? Yeah. Um, you know, especially for fantasy that we write, we write fantasy, which has got its own connotations to it. You don't want to be Jane Smith when you write a fantasy novel necessarily. Right. Then this is very important. Research that name on the internet because it might already be in use right? Absolutely. Especially if you get it from a name generator, you know, what sounds good to you might sound good to someone else. I think it's just, you know, important to double check, double check yourself. I mean, same goes for anything that you're, you're doing in your novels, like double check it. So of course you yeah. do the same for a pseudonym. It, it may already be out there. We, I mean, we all think we're brilliant, but somebody else may have come up with it already. So definitely right. check it. Check Amazon also. You know, Amazon is a huge market of um, self-published books. So someone else might have thought of it. So check those pen names, check those titles, that kind of thing. And then if you do decide to do it, you've got to get ready to prepare that social media net, that platform. Yeah, that's a big it's one. Huge. Yeah. Which I think I will always write under my name. I, I maybe I, I don't plan on writing erotica, but possibly, but I would probably wait until I'm done working for the attorney general's office. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just have to be aware of, I represent the state of Georgia and I do have to be aware of what my name, I don't want to bring bad connotations to my governor and to my attorney general. So there might be a time and a place for me to use a pen name. Do you want to hear some famous pen names? Of course I do. So, Dr. Seuss. His he real name. Cat is, hat. That's his pen he, name. He, yeah, I know. He, his real name was Theodore Geisel. 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 And he, after, he, after he threw a raging party breaking Dartmouth and federal law, 
and uh, during Prohibition, he couldn't use that name anymore because it had such bad connotations because he broke Prohibition. So he used to be the editor-in-chief of the college's Jack-O-Lantern magazine. He got fired because of that. So he couldn't write under himself. So Theodore, being a rapscallion, kept writing for the Humor magazine by signing his name under his middle name, which was Seuss. So years later, when his first book was pu published, he added the name Doctor as a joke because his dad had always wanted him to be a doctor. Uh -huh. So hence, Dr. Seuss. So uh, that was his pseudonym, and my God, it it's taken off. So Dr. Seuss, everybody knows Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Stephen King has written under the pseudonym, the pen name, Richard Bachman. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, I didn't either. And apparently it used to be a bad thing to write too fast. Oh. Yeah. Why they wanted, I don't, I don't know. And now in the day and age of, you know, self-publishing where, you know, and we always complain about, oh, we're waiting on the next Karen Moaning book. It's going to be right. a year or Patricia Briggs or whatever. But apparently back in the day, it was a bad thing to write too fast. So he came up with the name Richard Bachman, Stephen King did, to publish more frequently than what was allowed under his name. That's probably the best reason I think I've ever heard to come up with a pseudonym. How crazy is that? So in 1985, he was found out to be this Bachman character, this Richard Bachman. And so he said, oh, well, Bachman is now dead of cancer of the pseudonym, a rare form of schizo schizomania. Ah. Stephen King is brilliant. I, I just... I just think he's amazing. So as I was saying earlier, also JK Rowling, yeah. she tried to come up. Okay. Well, first of all, there is no K there. She has no middle name. She just added the K. She added the K because her <coughs> publisher thought that Harry Potter would sell better if she disguised her gender. So instead of being Joanna, is, Joanna, is that her name? Yeah. yeah Joanna. So. They, they narrowed it down to, um, initials and she didn't have an, a middle name so they added the K which uh, JK Rowling says was Kathleen for her grandmother but that's not really her middle name so JK Rowling was really Joanna Rowling and her publisher thought that that wasn't going to sell books so she's became JK Rowling I mean she sold a gajillion books so yeah, but do we attribute that to the brilliance of her writing or do we attribute that to her publisher saying, oh, you need a man's name? Well, I don't think it had to do with the name. And I'm not entirely sure that uh, the blow up of books has to do with writing either. I think it has to do with content. I think it has to do with uh, what books are about. And her books were very much about friendship and were brand new to the magic exists type of yeah. thing in the real world so i think i think that's what did it it was a very new concept and i think that's what made it blow up and you know what was so interesting about her book harry potter they kind of cross all kinds of barriers were they uh young adult were they 
children's books where they, I mean, because, because adults love them as well. Yeah. Um, she was just brilliant in so many ways. So I find it interesting that she was forced to change her name from being able to be Joanna Rowling mm -hmm. to having to be JK Rowling because her publisher said, you aren't going to make it unless blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It also, but it works for her as a brand it, name. It did. I'm just, I'm fascinated by it. I mean, yeah. was that a good thing? And then of course, being a lawyer, I am very near and dear to my heart. Benjamin Franklin, he went by Silas Dugan. Yeah. And he wrote all kinds of things as Silas Dugan as a female. Uh, and he wrote her when he was 16 years old. Yeah. I mean, that blows my mind that he had in that day and age had the concept of realizing that women were discriminated against and he wrote as a widow, silence do good. He, he would create entirely different personas. Yeah. I love him. Benjamin I Franklin. Knew, I knew the silence do good thing, but only because of national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool though. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why I do great, that. great I mean, I, okay. So I'm a lawyer and I do love the constitution and you totally those, feel it to protect it. Right. <laughs> I do. I, I love those movies. Those are excellent movies. And Benjamin Franklin was uh, an amazing man. And to realize in his day and age that women were discriminated against, I mean, yeah. how outside the box is that? Yeah, we're, we're just now in this day and age understanding the persecution of women. Right. And for him to know that way back when, how brilliant is that? Absolutely. So that's all I've got. Yeah. No, I, I think I think pseudonyms are um, a super interesting topic to, to think about, because, again, I find myself being like, well, if I had a pseudonym, what would it be? Well, um, you know, you and I want to write together. Would we do it under one name as a pseudonym or would we be like, what was the PC cast? And that, I think that was it. Was the mother daughter. Oh, oh, did they, did, did they do it as PC cast? I don't remember. It's been a very long time since we read those series. Such a good series. I can't even remember this something Academy, something. It was like the first book was called marked or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah. It's been years since we've read that one. I just remember PC cast, but yeah. I know that it's a mother and daughter team, which is near and dear to my heart because you and I want to write together. And would we be both of us as the authors or would we come up with a pseudonym? I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. yeah we started writing our first book that we wrote together. Well, we started to write together was a werewolf book. And I still love that book. I know, but I also find it hilarious. And I yeah, we I were very. Why, it was very. Uh, we've grown a lot since then. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and and now I don't honestly know how we would write together because we are both such independent writers. How do you write together? And we met Alona Andrews. She and her husband. I think she is Alona. Isn't, isn't that her name? I couldn't tell you. And I don't remember what his name is, but um, we met them at Dragon Con. Was it Dragon Con? Yeah, yeah. And we asked them, you know, how do you how do you write together? And it uh, they were like, you you just 
you just do. <laughs> it was not very insightful, but um, they are brilliant. And yeah. I hope that someday we will be able to write together and be brilliant. I think we will. I think so too. We gotta, we gotta still come up with our own stuff first. Yeah. And Taylor is brilliant with what she is doing. And I want her to make her own name before we venture out into doing our name. Well, so. thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad you find me brilliant. I do. You are. Thanks. Wait until y'all just wait until you get to read her. <laughs> we'll I see. Can't, I can't wait. Anyway, pen names. That was fascinating to me. Pen names. All right. See you all next time. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening.